How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcasts, and let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially uh, I'm going to talk about two different things, both completely unrelated, except for they kind of uh, like talk about the future. <laughs> um, I don't know why I want to talk about these things, but uh, the first one, my daughter. So... My daughter uh, is 16 months old now, and she is growing up too fast. (laughs) I cannot believe that since she was born, this pandemic pretty much has been kind of a a thing in our lives. I mean, literally, we had January, February, and then it was March. Everything kind of just went south. And so by the time she was three months old, everything change fundamentally in this country and around the world and so um in this entire time period i've been able to kind of just i feel like for some people it's they're so surprised by how quickly their their children grow up because they have to go to work they come back they don't really get to spend as much time as i've been afforded and that my wife's been afforded to be able to to be there for our our baby girl and to kind of just watch her grow up and so when I used to hear people talk about like how quickly their child grows and things of that nature, I just, I always thought of that. I thought of the fact that like, maybe it's just the fact that um, people are just so busy and they're just missing on a lot of moments, but no, <laughs> it is not that at all. I've been here nonstop. And uh, today we were giving my daughter a bath and me and my wife were like, oh my God, look at her. Like you can start to tell like, this is her what she's going to look like as she matures into a young girl and it's wild to see it she is so adorable she's so cute but at the same time it's like stop growing up i don't want you to grow up i i mean i do but i don't and this is like that thing that all parents talk about where they're like you know just enjoy as much as you can right now because you know, things change once they leave the baby stage and, and she's getting there. She's not there yet, but she's getting there. Um, and just w- watching this development and just seeing how quickly time flies. Um, you know, 16 months has literally been like that. It's flown by so quickly. I just, I want to enjoy more of where she's at the moment and, I wish there was a way, an opportunity to just control time. And these moments as a parent, the, that one special power, like you, you've seen when people ask, you know, what would be your superpower? I've always wanted to like entertain like what that would be because I love superhero stuff. And I've been asked because of that, like, hey, what if you could have one superpower, what would it be? And it's always been a difficult decision for me to really like address and answer because there are a lot of different things I would take from any of them. Super speed, uh, flight, um, teleportation, strength, uh, impervious uh, or being impervious, um, fast healing. Like all of those things seem wonderful. But if there was one that I wish I could have control over, um, now thinking about it a little bit more, would be time. Like I wish I could just... Be an observer, I guess, in time. Not have the ability to control it, but be able to kind of just 
control time whenever I would like and just kind of relive moments through my personal perspective and in time and just kind of hold memory of that. Like that would be such a cool superpower. I wish I could do that. Again, not like changing anything. I couldn't change my behavior, couldn't do anything, but just rewind time and just relive a perspective at that given moment and just kind of appreciate it again and then have that come back with me into the future and just like being able to kind of relive that because memories fade and, you know, none of these important ones are ever going to disappear, but there's so many important moments that eventually you're going to forget about some of these and, um, having that that ability to kind of just kind of and then maybe not even you know at that point though like if you could control time it would be so cool to just kind of go all the way back and just see like see how things were a thousand years ago uh because i love history and just like being able to kind of perceive history but again not have any direct influence on it but just be a watcher someone that could just like observe time as it was for sure by traveling back through time would be such a cool skill to have like really one of like it would be the bet my favorite power to have but um yeah i don't you know it's 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 a rough one like i love you luna and i want to see you run around and conquer the world and and have a blast and laugh and everything of that nature but i just i need you to kind of just stay the way you are for like 20 years <laughs> and then grow up and, and everything of that nature when, when your father gets older, but it doesn't happen that way, sadly, but great at the same time, like good for her, like good for her that she's growing up, but like it sucks as a parent <laughs> to see that. But anyways, um, so that's one. And then the second thing that's kind of related to like the future and looking forward ahead, I, I have a, a movie that I, I, I've always enjoyed. It really, I don't know. I guess it's been well-reviewed. Probably not, but it's a movie that came out in 2004. It really, uh, it was the first movie that opened my eyes to, at the time, what was considered global warming, but now how we, how scientists are getting a little bit more um, intelligent when it comes to marketing an idea. It, not uh, Marketing is the wrong term. How to get people to perceive uh, existential threat uh, to humanity by changing the term global warming to climate change. And um, the movie is The Day After Tomorrow. It is, uh, it's got Dennis Quaid in it, Jake Gyllenhaal, and a few other people that uh, I should know their names, but I don't at the moment. Um, and it, it's essentially about climate change, but at the time they call it global warming. And there's uh, there's this one cynic in office, the vice president, who uh, is like the big cynic of like what Dennis Quaid. He's like a, a climatologist. That's essentially um, paleo climatologist. Paleo meaning that he's researched um, climates and the way that they worked in the past, and he's noticing. Uh, through collaboration with someone else that uh, is measuring these things in the ocean, like temperature changes in the ocean, um, he is uh, predicting that um, there's going to be a huge disaster on Earth due to cli- uh, 
due to global warming, essentially melting the polar ice caps and that fresh water essentially causing havoc in the warm water of the um, North Atlantic. Uh, what is that word I'm looking for? There is a channel of air. It's the Gulf Stream, but it's not really the Gulf Stream. It's like a stream of air. I don't know. The North Atlantic uh, Stream, I guess I'm going to call it that. I'm going to make it up. But it's got its own term. But essentially, um, it's where warm water travels from uh, Europe and comes down through the Atlantic and then comes into North America. And essentially, that warm water system... um, it's like a, it's it's fluid and it's it's very fragile to changes and um Dennis Quaid is claiming that when the polar ice caps melt because they were like how can how can global warming it's like the biggest trope with climate change it's like if the planet's getting warmer why would there be extreme snowing events and things of that nature and he does it in 2004 again climate change has been the thing that people have known about for decades but in this movie from 2004, literally 17 years ago, uh, Dennis Quaid's character does a really good um, detailing of why, even though the planet's warming, why that would be detrimental to uh, the planet and causing freezing events to occur on the planet. And so essentially that's what happens. They end up finding out that uh, it's kind of too late and the planet just goes through a chaotic... Um, chaotic uh, change where essentially uh, it's it's too late. All the freshwaters essentially interrupted this this uh, North Atlantic stream of warm water or warm air, and it's caused a new uh, climate system to occur that essentially is a freezing, like uh, essentially like massive freezing hurricanes that hang over the northern hemisphere that are essentially freezing everything in their path. And, um, it is a lot of hyperbole in, uh, in the movie, but the initial part details a lot of just like what scientists are afraid of, essentially that the, the warming of the planet that is being accelerated by man-made events essentially is going to cause irreversible damage and I was telling my wife, you know, the sad thing about this uh, today, actually, as I was watching the movie, is that there are countries out there that have a vested interest in watching the polar ice caps actually melt. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that it would technically be good for commerce, uh, for trade, if the polar ice caps melted. And actually, a lot of countries right now, like Canada and Russia, are really trying to capitalize on the polar ice caps melting by building bases where normally it would be uninhabited because it's f- it's frozen up there but now it's melting to a point where now they can build special ships that can drive through like iceberg filled water um that would would have been impossible before and now the idea is that now they can do trade and military operations from the northern pole and essentially kind of get to where they want to from that point on the planet and it's sad because some countries just wouldn't even care about these polarized caps melting because of, again, money situation. It would benefit them in the, in the long run when it comes to finances. And it would change revolution. It would also give them access to potential oil reserves 
that have been kind of locked up for a long time because of the ice caps being frozen over and being almost nearly impossible to drill through that. Now they're kind of like trying to, they're building up these military operations on the coast because now they want to try to take over and make claims on areas um, so they can theoretically look for oil and, and make more money. It's it's just stupid to be honest. It's just like a, a, watching this movie just reminded me of just like how you know these these events are occurring now, and who knows when that breaking point is going to be, right? Like scientists use models and models and models and and advanced technology and computer algorithms and simulations to try to to try to look into the future, right? I should na- label this podcast the future, but. They use these algorithms and, and simulations to kind of understand what the future is going to be like. But in the end, um, there are so many variables there. The human factor, uh, our, our relatively s- basic understanding of how weather works on the planet and our, our understanding of uh, geology and, and how the earth works. And then at the same time, no one knows like if a, a cosmic ev- event could occur that could you know, accelerate this and make it even worse, like a, a massive solar flare from the sun or some kind of comet or asteroid impact on the planet or some kind of seismic events that could also cause issues as well. But all of these things, um, who knows what the future is going to be like and who knows how bad it could be in the, in the near future. But yeah, I just wanted to, to share about those two things. They're, they've kind of been the two things that have been on my mind today. <laughs> My daughter is so cute. Like, I, I just, just stop growing up, Luna. Stop growing up. Um, no, but seriously, grow up. Like, you, you need to enjoy life. And the only way you're going to be able to enjoy it is if you're older and you can you can understand it as an adult. But, you know, try to delay that by a little bit so we can uh, enjoy a little bit more of your time as a, as a baby. But thank you guys, as always, for listening to today's podcast. And I will catch you guys mañana. Peace.